Hi, hey, hope you're on. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Gashi podcast. Oh. <laughs> I came out of nowhere on you. Yeah, oh, you geez. all right? That yeah, snuck up on me. GG over easy. Episode 173. Oh, I'm real gashy. In today's episode, talking about uh, final thoughts on like Destiny 2 Lifefall now that we did the raid, which is also why the episode's a little bit late. Uh, the drama around the contest modifier uh, as a whole, where we think Destiny's going, QA. Uh, all those sorts of shenanigans. So stay tuned or else. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 173. I think it might be two. I could be wrong. It's too soon to be doing that. Bro. Too long. Too long. Yeah. Uh, well, not like too long as like this. Like I'm annoyed by this is going on too long. <laughs> yeah. Like too long as I'm in like, wow, like this is nice. It is 173. Okay, nice. 69. Um, glad to be back. Uh, apologies on the delay this week. Uh, the reason for that was lost we in the raid gaming. sauce. Yeah. Apologies. We're gamers. You know, pff, typical. Yeah. You know how it is. Um, probably, I think did we bring it up last podcast that we might have it up late? But I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think we, we thought that far ahead. I think no. we just straight up. I'm gonna be honest. I straight up forgot. Like I was <laughs> so we we gamed so hard that like the Saturday after I was like I'm not on the internet. <laughs> I'm touching grass. I am going taking my dog hmm. to the dog park. Like I am not. I don't exist online. So They're Rob was like, grace. "Yo, we." Rob was like, yeah, we got to do podcasts. I was like, oh. Yeah, well, oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> well, that's like, because um, it was Sunday night, and I, I knew Friday we weren't going to do it. I just figured we'd do it, like, Saturday or Sunday. Um, and then, like, even I forgot on Saturday. And then, like, it was, like, nine. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. But, um, but good reason. Uh, we were doing what I think is one of the funnest things you can do in all of video games and day one rating. Because we're gamers, we game along with many fun. others, which is uh, a lot uh, of others, which may be controversial, but mm. is really not as controversial as some are making it. I don't, I don't think it should. Um, but we did day one, Root of Nightmares, the brand new Lightfall raid for Destiny Two. Ended up clearing it uh, ten hours, but that was with about. I think I'd like probably. total like I think about an hour worth of like breaks. Probably. Yeah, we took um, a lot of breaks. Probably about an hour. We tried to be healthy. I think we did a pretty good job. That was nice. And um yeah, nine hours. Um not too shabby. Thankfully, I was worried about it being a vow DPS check or like war priest DPS check. And there wasn't. It was nice. A lot of, uh, but that's a lot of reason so many are complaining because this was the first purposeful 48 hour contest, right? The last one was Vow. Um, but that only ended up happening because of all the glitches and everything and the server issues day one. So they're like, we'll extend it. But then they probably saw player engagement go up and people are like, wait, this is way better. And then they're like, oh, sheesh. Yeah. All right. We'll do that again. So they did that. Ended up at the end of the 48 hours, I don't know the exact number, but about like 48,000 clears, which... Uh, I have it right here. Oh. Um, we'll go through them all. Okay. Um, 
because uh, I'm sure it'll be a topic. Uh, Leviathan, the first one, uh, 761 clears. Hey, uh, we were like Leviathan. 30 on that one. All right, put some respect in our names. Uh, Leviathan PC, uh, 3258. Uh, Leviathan Prestige, 604. Eater of Worlds, 4500. Eater of Worlds Prestige, 7600. Spire of Stars. This one surprised me. 19. I thought more did Spire of Stars. Spire, no, well, Spire was pretty. Spire we was like the rare Destiny. example of like <laughs> yeah. really mechanically heavy. And also, we yeah, we weren't playing around that time. So. Like I, I'm looking up. I don't really remember Spire of the Stars. You throw like the things at the ships in space. Oh, it like, was on the Leviathan, right? Yeah, it, like shoots you into space. And I think we literally did at... that once, and it was a video. Like Dado just sherpaed us, <laughs> and I think that was the only time. We I were think at I all only time maybe low. have one clear. Right around then, it was like all time low. Us playing Destiny time. Well, because yeah. I didn't we not, really, we just weren't that into the layers. I didn't really look, and yeah, like around there, there's a solid like just two year period where I didn't realize I just straight up like didn't didn't play like at all practically. Yeah. Um. And but, I think it was for the better though. Like, it, if I'd been forced myself to play, I wouldn't be here right now. That's for sure. There's a weird limbo period where they were like, "We're improving the game." But I was like, I'm a little too slow. <laughs> um, yeah. Last wish, uh, two clears. Three yeah. in my heart. Three last in my wish. world. In my world, it's three. Nah, right? see, what I respect the most is Dado going through 24 hours of that, ending it, and immediately going, I don't want the emblem. That's Chad. <laughs> That's Chad. That's like, I would be like, give it to me. But Dado's like, no, two minutes that late, doesn't matter. And I'd be over there pissed, like, come on dude i would have been like if Chat they offered energy. it to me i'd have been See, like my thing yeah. would have been yeah. if i started the queen's walk before the 24 hour then i would have taken i agree if i had started the queen's I walk agree. after 24 then i would well that's walk. where all the debate came because i'm pretty sure yeah. they did start like the yeah. last run did start before 24 yeah. hours and see in my opinion that still counts because they count. still cleared it in like, my opinion yeah i agree too like I don't know. It's a weird gray area, and obviously Bungie open this didn't. Back up. <laughs> yeah, it's but like, gray. well, I mean, it's closed. It's just, in our opinion, you know. Yeah. For me, it was if I had to pick a side, even if I wasn't like biased and it was Dado, the run started before 24 hours. It finished two minutes after, but it it was it would be like right now because they didn't have contest mode enabled. But it would be yeah. like right now if someone did it, and Ten, like the thing would be, it was technically they were still under contest mode, right? Like mm -hmm. the run. Yeah, I would. I yeah, mean, I yeah, know. they completed it in contest mode. They were the third team to complete it in contest mode, so they did complete it in contest mode. But it just wasn't under the technical time constraint. So yeah. But again, Chad moved from Dano because yeah, I'd be sitting there like you. You give me the simple one right now. I swear yeah. to God. He stood, by, he stood by his 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 own moral compass. Yeah, which is um, not respect. the same as my moral compass. Yeah, my moral compass would have been pretty bendable right that there. Shit, baby. <laughs> yeah. um, moral compass. Who? The past. Uh, Nine fifty four. Uh, this one really surprised me. But then when Blue and Sammy explained it yesterday, it made a little bit more sense. Uh, Crown of Sorrow, one hundred and four. Yeah, that was a very. That was probably the worst raid rollout uh, because you had to light level grind leading up to. Like, because the raid came out the same day of the new X Pack 
or the new season or whatever. So oh, really? it was like yeah, I wasn't playing that like, either. So <laughs> so like dead center dead center of a Tuesday like day job man is not going to be like oh yeah let's hop into the me and my six friends hop into this raid in 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 eight hours tonight. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, that one was weird. Garden of Salvation ninety six. Garden uh, was. I hate that raid, but I did get one of those emblems, and I feel strong, man. But um, that was just one of those raids that was like, that was the rare example of like a raid that was mechanically different, and that's why it took so long for people to grasp it. Um, and also, the DPS check was pretty was pretty tight. Um, Stupid tethers, man. Vault of Glass, the tethers, man. Uh, sixty seven hundred. Uh, Deep Stone Crypt, fifty three hundred. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Vault of Glass Challenge, 2,800. King's Fall, 8,600. King's Fall Challenge, 30, uh, 3,000. Um, Vow of the Disciple, 6,800. And then the, for Destiny 1 raids, it's Vault of Glass, 22. Crota's End, 12. Uh, go up or go. Ki- yeah, King's Fall, 179. Wrath of the Machine, 2,900. Um, Root of Nightmares, 45,541. So more clears than every other clear combined, I think it is. I was trying to trying to think. I don't actually think though. I I think the only one we day rated day one rated might have been Wrath of the Machine in D one. Did we day Um, one any others? I don't remember. I did do Crota day one. We didn't really start day oneing until I I did day one with Ralphie. I did day Until... one with Ralphie. Crota's oh well, no. Crota. Well, we did, and then I was like, "Dude, I'm not like this is so annoying." I hated that guy. He we was... were so close too. I was pissed. We did King's Fall, right? And then, oh, true, 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 true. I remember that because um, I think we. Oh, we did do. King's I think Fall, we yeah. gave up on. Where did we give up? No, I don't. We, we did didn't make King it to Oryx. I don't think. No, we made, we did one. King's I think Fall. we did make it did to we? Oryx. We did day one. Remember, we did it. With I just M-Tash. remember raiding and watching verses at the same time. Remember, like, we did it with Mtash and Hovi. Yeah, that's who it was with. Yeah, yeah, I we did. We did. Hovey we did King's Fall when it came out. Yeah, it, I have the memory of the show. Yeah, we did it with, with Tash and Hovi and Beer. And remember, Beer, <laughs> you got you're, you're getting mad because he fell asleep in the middle of the raid. <laughs> That yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do remember that. I vividly remember that, and that's why you never wanted beer on the team. See, I, I remember see, consciously. Is, th- that's why you didn't want. Uh, the team. This is why videos are a good thing. I don't know if I uploaded that because, like, otherwise. I mean, that was before you did day one because back then we just wanted to do like very funny content, and I think yeah, your I think philosophy was like, like your philosophy was like if it's not that funny, I'm just not gonna upload it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and. And to be fair, too, day one rating there too as well wasn't what Super it became niche. in D two. Yeah, it was still really for niche. sure. It was because really... for us though, it was still like, well, we were able to grind light level, and for us that was the job. It wasn't like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. doing something normal. So like, day one rating was more of like, a, like it was it was never really DPS checks for us. Even if okay, we so... never cleared it, it was more of just like. Yeah. That's so... what a lot of people don't remember is. It wasn't until Garden, and even Last Wish to an extent, that there were actual DPS checks in the raid. Those are DPS checks are the exceptions, y'all, not the rules. Yeah, which uh, is why forget that. the last forget it was that. when Garden started, and then DSC after that, where I was like, 
Because okay, it was so... Garden where we hit the final boss, and yeah. it was rough. And then we did DSC, mm -hmm. and because we didn't have the right loadout for whatever the last boss name, I can't Because it was tuned to the super high-end slug shotguns, which not everyone uh, understood was the meta, but yeah. Or at that time, like at least half the team didn't even have double slugs. Oh, nor sure. anarchy we got, lo so we got like, loadout gay kept which sucks yeah which is why now too every time going yeah, like, starting I into mean, a raid i'm like sure everything i don't is this gonna be meta i don't know but i'm gonna get it copium um and then yeah it turns out well like for this one thankfully that wasn't the case um but yeah i'd much rather come over prepared now because um, so naturally because these uh I would say because Rue of Nightmares uh, had so many clears, it started a, of course, a hot topic or Big a hot discourse. debate um, within the Destiny community. Um, what are your guys' opinion on the high clear rate? Like, do you think it's because people have said it's too easy? Or do you think if those other raids had had thing like two days, we'd see higher numbers for those as well? I mean, I'll say this. Is it probably one of the easiest raids yeah for sure yeah because mechanically uh aside from the third encounter literally pretty much just two people have to be doing things yeah. um whereas literally in all the other encounters it's four people on essentially just ads duty shoot things yeah yeah so Very i think low it's responsibility raid. it's it's approachable from that where like well that's the other thing i don't think people are taking into consideration that's 40, what what do you say, how many? 40? 45,541. That's 45,000 clears, not 45,000 unique fire teams. Yeah. Because also what we started to see in here where people are already like sherping people. Yeah, the second day, or a lot of people like, hey, let's, second, let's get my third clears. Which I, which I yeah. did think is a cool thing. Like I do think is a cool thing to like, say you have someone like Blue who is a raid god and then someone in T-Speak who really may, may not have that raid team, but Blue exactly. can now go take his T-Speak and be like, hey, dude, hop in. We'll get you the emblem. It's so easy. Just clear ads, basically. Or at the very least, um, we can try it and you'll actually get to see yeah. what it's like. Yeah. And it's more of a realistic situation rather than like, bro, I don't stand Let's a show chance. you the next day where it's totally walkable and we're making fun of the raid that you are doing for the first time and not taking I, it seriously. I will say, and I'm going to come off as Destiny Boomer, this raid very much felt like what raid races used to feel like for years. Where... We knew, like, with enough determination, we're going to do it, right? Because mm -hmm. mechanically, we're great. Um, it's not. It hasn't been until recently, the last couple years, where DPS has been a big, like, focus. Like, oh, you have to have the right loadout. You have to have, like, the devs are catering to, like, the highest meta loadouts that people be, are using. And so, like, from, like, Vault of Glass to, like... Vault of Glass is the exception, right? Because it was the first raid. No one knew how Destiny raids work. And even right. Crota's End, to an extent, is like people are still trying to grasp the concept of how Destiny mechs work. But, but then she... everything past that, right? From King's Fall to Wrath, and then even in D1, Leviathan, Spire. Or D2, but Nilla. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, for a long time, the way this raid felt is how raids usually felt day one. So, I and I, I prefer that, of, but yeah, I do I do prefer that because that's what makes day ones fun is being able to take your friends through and like just bring your fire team in and give it a shot and have a fair shot at it. Can you without execute? having? You'll probably yeah execution. Execution of mechanics is always way more fun to me than DPS checks tied to did you grind these uh, loadouts for the past six months. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Well, because yeah, while we were waiting this morning, Blue and I were talking about this, so we uh probably be reiterating some of the things, um, or I might forget because we talked about it, but like part of that. Um, even just like that. So like DSC was the moment where I was like, okay, like the, just don't have, we just don't have the loadout. Yeah, this isn't it, and like this is not going to happen right? again. Yeah. So I was also, like, next I was time, around, so I would have pumped for your DPS. But, I was in the middle of a mental health crisis when DSC raid race was out. So and understand that. Right. Um, well, and that's the other thing too, though, is like day one raids, though. Like mentally, if you're not there, it's probably like it's a tough day. So like. Yeah, it's a good idea to just be like that. Nah, it's. I was just like, hey, game. I'm not no shame in my game. I'm not gonna yeah. be, I'm not gonna be at my game for day one, boys. Um, but so, like that was when it hit me, like what the fudge? It, you need this and this, and then the problem was with like Val, for instance, and even some of them. It became, do you have certain mods? Oh well, oh, you didn't yeah, play yeah, like seven that's... seasons ago for the three weeks. Oh, pfft, well. Hey, did yeah. you get the chess piece from the raid? Because in that raid chess piece, they actually have some buffs that can help you carry the aura longer. That did like, help. It's like holy a lot of people shit. don't give it enough credit. Mod mods are for a couple of years have been the big crux of how our guardians feel powerful, right? So especially in the past couple of years starting around garden if you didn't have certain mods uh i mean you were pretty much like it, it wasn't gonna happen and for a long time the mod grind was pretty like it was pretty demanding as well it required you to play pretty much all throughout the year to have all of the good mods um which i mean obviously right like yeah no shit like people should play to have like the most to perform the best, but like for a lot of these encounters, like a lot of these mods are pretty necessary, which isn't quite the case anymore, obviously, because everyone has mods now. But yeah, the system for mod like unlocking was pretty bad. So, and I think that plays into part some of the clears now. Everyone has all the mods because, like, and for instance, when we did Rolk, we needed to make sure we had like Fontamite, and if you didn't have Fontamite or like certain things to go with that, and blah blah. You're just not pumping as much damage, but now everyone has access to triple surge immediately. Um, well, I mean, what you're saying like totally makes sense because after we did the day one clear, I was helping some friends try and get through their raid, and I was like looking at their mods and stuff. And these are like very casual Destiny players type of things, like doing their first raid. Like they play kind of like how I played, but like would never build mods, never build builds like that. So we did a raid with them, and I'm looking at their things. No mods equipped. Like, 40 resilience is the dude who's running it. And But I'm not going to sit there and be like, all right, guys, let's have, like, a mod check. Because, like, that's not what their day one experience is supposed to be. Like, they're not going to remember the 20 minutes we sat there putting in mods and stuff like that. Like, we, would it have been way easier? Sure. But I felt like just getting them through that encounter will be worth it in the end. 
See, I would argue that in order to clear contest, you should be engaging with loadout yeah. oh, or something. Oh, in the fourth encounter, it was like, if you guys want to do this, I'm going to have to sit here. I told him everything. At that point, it was four in the morning. They're like, we're going to bed. And I was like, all right. I do think the difficulty for Val, because Val, or not Val, um, Ron. for Ron, <laughs> Ron. I, do th- I do agree that the difficulty was pretty lenient this time around. Um, and so I definitely feel like, yeah, you could have, you know, more difficult mechs. Because I think the big reason why this raid wasn't cleared wasn't necessarily just the DPS check being lenient. I think it was, like, you could, like, most of the raid was really not like not to this is probably the least demanding raid mechanically we've had in a very long time totally because instead of needing like val for instance most encounters it was four or five people had their own mechanics they had to do one sometimes two like hey clear ad duties but then the first encounter in in val is literally like two 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 each one has like an encounter like everybody is doing something other than just clearing ads it's doing something on top of clearing ads and And so it's just a larger margin of error so yes so in day one the other day it was like the first time like in day one i felt like i i I didn't have a role to take responsibility which i was fine with when i was heard like yeah rob just kill deep just kill ads i was like all right (laughs) sick this is super easy to do too so um I did miss that aspect of it, but I was also like totally fine with yeah. it not being like that, though. Like, um, I, I do. I, um, I will say I do wish. Um, I don't like how the the planet boss, how you can only do a certain amount of damage, then it stops, because then it starts the whole like. Well, that's know, uh, like what like, uh, caretaker thing. was. Yeah, I don't like that because then you have to for sure get three things and then do the mechanics perfect. But like the mechanics are like too, really easy, I think, to do every time. Like, I want the perfect balance between. If you're not gonna DPS check us, then mechanic check us. I just felt like I the agree. mechanics were I a agree. little too easy. If no, you're gonna mechanic sure. check us, um, and not DPS check us, that's like, where, that's I where felt, I agree. 100%. I felt like the. The perfect kind of mechanic check is the vault in The Last Wish. Like, it's not, per se, like, super hard to clear the ads, per se, but to figure it out and to get the mechanics is what the check is, you know? It takes a lot of coordination and that kind of thing. I feel like that is what this raid was lacking and wanted to be. But I'd rather have it be a mechanic check, and the mechanic turns out to be too easy, than a DPS check, you know? Well, that's why I, like... That's why I like Final Fantasy so much. That's why I like MMO rating so much is because that is where the difficulty is from. And that's why you have, like, in the grand scheme of things, Destiny has never been remotely difficult by, like, most games rating standards. This is probably the easiest rating game. And so when a lot of people are like, "Ah, I want harder raids, like, a lot of people's difficulty is, well, how hard is the DPS check? And for me, that's, like, super lame. A lot of people are like, well, that's not artificial difficulty. It's like, well, I mean, DPS checks when Bungie is this bad at balancing is artificial difficulty versus in other MMOs, right, where the jobs are a lot more balanced, the jobs are a lot, like, have, like, the DPS from job to job is literally between, like, a 1% and 2% difference at the highest level. Whereas, like, in Destiny, right, like, because Bungie's not exactly great at balancing things. Like, obviously, like, G-Horn hotheads are literally going to be doing, like, 
15, 20% more damage than like the second best loadout. And it's a huge difference. And so you can't, it's a lot harder to tune a raid's DPS around such an unbalanced sandbox. No shade to Bungie, but they know that. Like that, they know that. And that's why they tuned some of the raids like Garden to really, and even Vow with Caretaker uh, to really suit up kind of silly levels. Which is weird because I'd read someone just yesterday saying that like um, Caretaker was easy, but Rolk was her DPS check. And I was like, it's like, what? That's the How first you... time I've ever heard that. I've I'm never like, heard anyone have trouble with Rolk DPS. Yeah, because yeah, you could like, do care. It was like King's Fall this past. If you could do War Priest, War Priest. then you, you, you can do the whole raid. You did Oryx. Like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people have this want harder raids, but I think conflating it with hard DPS checks isn't great. And I don't think DPS checks in an unbalanced sandbox are as good of a difficulty check as people think it is. I would much rather be mechanic gated because like if I can't grasp the mechanic and I can't do the mechanic right, then, you know, I shouldn't finish the raid. Right. And so that's what I like about raiding is, okay, well, how good do you, do you comprehend the mechanics? If you comprehend them and you master them, you should clear the raid, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think for a lot of people, they were like, man, that's embarrassing. And it's like, how's it embarrassing when, mm. like, Garden and Last Wish were exceptions? Like, this is generally how Bungie wants to run their raids. Like, Well, for and- Bungie, it's a win more engagement win, yeah more people who now did it and are probably like, hey now maybe i'll try the next one or like hey that was my first raid i haven't bothered let's run to the other raids you know yeah. where to, i to think the... god well i think that's just a big thing like the people who love raids should be excited about this now granted i understand they're like we get one day out of the year essentially for our challenge so i get it but i think this should hopefully be a better picture for things to come because again they came out whenever it was before where like less than 18 percent of destiny players engage with a raid much less like clear it or or uh, day one blah 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 and it's such a big r&d like sync for them so so if they're if they can rationalize it more with like hey look numbers are going up more people will play this then that's why, like, I think this raid is so good, too, because, like, the people saying it's like a raid dungeon, I agree. Like, I think that is, but I think that's a good thing because this can be used as a perfect intro for players. Like, essentially, this is like the beginner raid where you get to do it, you get to sort of see what it's like, start to under the me- understand the mechanics. The third encounter gives you a taste for, like, more of the raid's... And then, and that's just it. Like every raid doesn't have to be super hard. With that said, I hope that, you know, they go all all out with final shape. Um, And it's cool in a different way. But that's where like, I'm not mad about this day one race or all the clears. I do think the balance for me, DPS check, that's fine. Keep it where it was. But mechanics, bring it up a little bit. 100%. That's, that's where, and again, that's where most D1 raids really hit the sweet spot. And early D2 like the reality is and i post this on twitter a lot of people are like oh, man like stuff was just so much harder back in the day and it's like i don't know how to tell you this big guy 
But if you exactly. brought it was easier. But if if yeah. you released most of these raids today, with the exception of Last Wish, Spire, and Garden, the clear rates would be the same in the same circumstances. If you had a two day where first day all the you know all the good players are going to finish the raid and then second day you have people like okay uh let's come back to today after a good night's sleep let's go help my friends let's share up a couple people like let's get a bunch of people through the raid today like yeah and it's 48 hours on the best possible days for normal people to raid I mean, for me, I'd be like, bet. Like, I'm going to watch the first day, and second day, I'd be like, hopefully exactly. Datto or some like Blue yep. or somebody like that can yep. get me in their group or something like that. Like, Even yeah, so. some guy in our chat yesterday was like, hey, I was watching your guys' raid. We were doing it, and we couldn't figure out how to, like, do Nezarek. And we watched you guys, and you, like, figured out the refugee, and you're the reason we are able to get it clear. Just like that. Like, somebody was able to be like, wait, I got more time. Let me look. Yeah. Oh, this? Okay. Well, so I did some math real quick. So on Friday, the t- highest total player count on Destiny at that point was 218,000 people, okay? On just Steam. So, yeah, That's on just Steam, correct, yeah. yeah. Um, and there were 45,000 fireteam clears. So what I did is I just did 218 to divide it by 45,000. Now, that 45,000 number is super inflated because that's fireteam clears, not individual clears. So with even that number... Uh, 45,000 is still only about like 4% of how many players like, like logged in that day, roughly across like console and all that kind of stuff, probably. Well, um, well, statistically we, we even know only 2% of Destiny players got the day one emblem. It's still only 2%. Like put that in perspective. So like where everyone's like, ah, like this is literally the 1% of Central Bank. Like it's still only 2%. If yeah. you cleared it, you should be proud, especially if this was your first one. Like, I think that's got to hurt for some people who are like, "Well, I finally did it." And now everyone's telling me like, "Okay, cool, like, dude," but like, it was it was like DSC yeah. where people were like, where people were like, "Oh man, so easy," and it's like that's still DSC was still like less than one percent of the player base it even touching DSC. So it's like it was yeah. funny. Uh, I'll go ahead, Blue. Well, I just think. Um, I think there's definitely things to be mad about, right? Like, I think for, like, hardcore players, they definitely deserve a bigger, you know, bigger challenge where you could test things. I think it's a, I think it's very silly for people to expect that from day one raids when statistically we don't get that from day one raids. And we really never have, except for stuff like Last Wish, Garden, and Spire. And everything else, I mean, those raids come out today... Clear rates wouldn't be, I mean, they wouldn't be as high, but they wouldn't be like crazy, crazy low. You know what I mean? Like we're, people want another last wish, but that's just never going to happen because the majority of the player base wants an accessible raid that's hard, but that they can still do in well, a I mean, reasonable time frame. Look at, look at last wish now. Who runs that? Yeah, everyone and not even just like the last year, yeah, but like especially after it came out. Still, still my favorite raid. It, it's say, a fun but... raid, but like you got to think about it again from Bungie's perspective too, where like they're like, okay, well we did all this and no one plays it. So, I think it's it's a fine balance of making the raid as a whole fun and engaging but approachable, and then on contest mode making it 
so that it's because like for me day one rating when you beat an encounter it should essentially mean mechanically it was a flawless run essentially yeah, exactly. like maybe one error you could pick up here and there yeah but day one raid it's essentially you executed your team executed yeah um stayed alive enough to just do dps yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't have to like min max down to like, because let me throw on the anarchy and let me throw on solar power things and let me try yeah. like it. Because that was even good. even though we got through Rolk, like there wasn't much more we could have been able to do. Like we were at the point where we were kind of like we're juicing as much as we can. Let's just, just run it back. So yeah, this is just. I guess we get a good DPS run. Just juice it. But, so, but I I, I don't want it to be that quite that tight again i was more of a fan of this dps check where like even on some of the clears we still failed a couple times with dps but it wasn't like okay we have to like what is ever what are other runners using we need to use that essentially like yeah we were just like we know meta? what we gotta do we just gotta do it well yeah. and then that's kind of what i was gonna allude to it's like i feel like the the like, oh yeah, like when you beat a boss, it I think it feels better to beat a boss when you like do the mechanics right and like not checked by DPS. Cause then when you're DPS checked and throwing everything and you finally beat the boss, it's more like, oh, thank a god, rather than a like, yeah, let's go. Like we finally executed it. Like I at least I think it feels Obviously, better. Obviously, I think people should tune their loadouts to the boss. And I think people should be rewarded for like, okay, what would be the best DPS here? It shouldn't be I like I I Put on one Maybe random loadout. Only. Well, it's but like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't I loaded be, in with this loadout and I ran the whole raid kind of it thing. Shouldn't be, ah, I didn't have six Starfire Warlocks with Hot yeah. Heads and G Horn. Like, ah, I can't clear this check. Like, which a lot of raids, like a lot of DPS checks have been pretty close to that. And people are like, man, what a sick DPS check. And it's like, wait, bro, you have to run four Warlocks to meet it. How's that cool? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but so, yeah, I, uh, I I think there's a healthy balance in DPS checks. I don't think Destiny is the game to expect beefy DPS checks because again, De Bungie Sandbox has such a massive range of optimal DPS that can uh, some some DPS loadouts can can be doing a hundred percent more damage than another DPS loadout. Like, and even in the highest end, again, like. Yeah, if you're running six Starfire Warlocks with yeah. Hothead, and you tune the, the raid to that, what's the second best option? Um, yeah. Two hunters, two titans, and two warlocks who are doing twenty percent less damage. Like, yeah. yeah, like that's a massive variance, and to tune it so high to the point where like you can only achieve it with very specific loadouts is just not good game design. Which is why it's a good thing a lot of people don't game design in this. Just you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, for me, I think, I think they'll definitely like, especially the hardcore PVE community raiders. I definitely understand if you want to be more upset too if Final Shape comes around and it's something oh, like sure. this again. And it's like a it's another four it's encounter the keys. Like if, I do want like a six encounter raid from Final Shape. Yeah, that'd like, be I, like I want that one to just be all out. Um, yeah, I want it to be like Dado's on five, and then we got Rob on three, and like somebody on like five. It's like like just soup. And, and I'm also sick of the run to one side of the raid, and that's an encounter. Like I feel like that they are doing that a little too much now, a little bit too much filler. And I don't like. Well, that. I think 
systematically they had to do it with this raid because mm -hmm. as you've probably been shown essentially that first encounter is the same exact spot where we fight Nezarek so what's happening is literally as we're going around the entire thing is growing and changing so I think all the like game design tech mumbo jumbo in the back and the story lore like that's like because like you know like in God of War when you like squeeze through a wall mm-hmm they're doing that so they don't have to put a loading screen, but they need you to <laughs> slow down so they can load the next area. So I think that's essentially what they're doing. It's like, hey, we got a lot of back end stuff. So we need to we need X amount of time, but we also want them to not just be looking at a loading screen yeah. or sitting that's where there. I so think game development thinking doesn't connect with me because I just yeah. don't do that way. But so like that's why I think hundred percent some of that stuff uh works the way it does. Um the two other things about the raid. One is I'm immediately like the idea of running these weekly way easier than thinking about like Vow. Yeah. Um, it's because like that's the other thing too about Vow is we kept running it weekly, but we couldn't even like goof around or like banter or just well, like talk. Yesterday, it was just like, like oh, nerds oh, oh, oh. talk yesterday, the <laughs> yeah. whole raid. Great. It was and, and we still like sped run it. And there's no way we could have been like uh, green volcano uh, yeah. tease because I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I don't know. We keep wiping. Yeah, like cool, <laughs> clear comms. To, yeah. Oh my god. So like, part of it is that, and secondly, like this isn't the norm. Like this is the first sort of of its kind where the day one raid was like this in the raid as a whole. So again, I'm looking at it as a bigger picture of like now in the whole slice of all Destiny content. This slots into a higher end game, but more approachable, which there, yeah. there was like a lack of, in my opinion. So I think it's important that that's here now. Now, if everything starts slotting in there, then I think that's a problem. But like right now, I think it's really good. Like my friends, Corey and Robbie, I think- 48 hour contest mode, perfect. Yeah, 48 hours perfect. is so much better too. Um, I agree. And so, like, as a whole, like, do I think mechanically, well, so, here's the other thing. People's, like, tinfoil hat theories, and, again, I, I think I agree with this one. I mean, you're I on where, the ball. Like, I don't... I know where this is going. Yeah, this one, as people brought up, and then as soon as, like, you sit and look at it, you're like, yeah, 100% it makes sense. This was supposed to be a dungeon, um, assumedly before Lightfall, or with Lightfall, maybe, before they had to shift everything. And the third encounter was actually taken from the original Final Shape raid. So, because if you think about it, the first, second, and fourth the encounter. Final boss is awful. Um, well, that so is it supposed to be a dungeon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. What you're but saying. the third encounter, which is everyone's like their favorite and felt the most raid mechanic, was because. Assuming oh, the planet was, one is what yeah. you're talking about. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about Nezer. Okay. Oh no no no. Yeah. So the planet one. Okay. Uh, yeah. The third encounter, first boss, yeah. planet encounter, is the one that feels different. And that's because people are assuming too, because like not only that, like we're in the we're in the pyramid, we're at, where we saw the witness. You know, originally it had the things, and then on top of that, none of the mechanics are the same. Because from one, two, and four, we carry the exact same mechanics. Yeah. Shoot the right. orbs. Put the orbs oh. light dark, uh, and then the and then that and that set piece one was just like, 
hey, uh, literally nothing from this encounter is going to carry over to the rest of the raid. That is true. I didn't think of that, actually. Because, like, that room is very isolated. doesn't look like anything. Like, I get it's in the witness room, but that's it out of, like... And that does make sense, though. And so... Well, that's what, like... So some people are... Because, like, I think they were able to use it, and it still works well, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, mechanics are still light-dark, which is, like, what everything you're doing. So at first glance, like, oh, yeah, it's light-dark. But there are none of those orbs to shoot. There's nothing to plant like that, which is in every other encounter and is literally, like, the entire encounter. Yeah. And this is the only one where more than two people can have jobs, essentially. Like, typically, you got, like, four or five people. You got people calling, people running the planets, so so on and so forth. While the other ones are literally, why does it feel like it can be two-manned? Because it was probably designed to be a dungeon, which is a three-person activity. So it makes way more sense when you think about it like that. Um, but the thing, though, is, like, I'm not upset about it, though, because it, unironically, like, my whole thing is it makes this raid more approachable and i think we need one like that because again like even as i love raids i'd love to get more stuff like this so let's like bungie needs to be able to convince that okay if we spend more time on this or things like this people will engage yeah. so the tinfoil hat theory though i think 100 percent makes sense um uh, and so we'll see what the final shape ends up being but I have really high hopes, though, that I think they'll knock the final shape right out of the park. I'm just hoping... I want the end of the story to be the end of the raid. I don't know if they'll do that, because that's the problem, is let's say that's the end of the story, and 18% of players are going to raid. Sorry, 82% of the rest of people. Like, you won't figure it out. That's what I'm afraid they're going to think about. But I'd be down for something like King's Fall, where Oryx died or whatever, and oh, it seems like it's over. But no, now we gotta like go in his throne room and kill him, and that's the raid. No other raid's been like that, but I just want like, you know, they're like, oh, it's all about the light and dark saga coming. I want the last ten years to culminate in just a sick raid, yeah. sick moment, like finish um, it. But we'll see. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening. For this short ad break. With everything out now, um, um, I think my biggest problem with that raid was the final boss. Um, because you guys talked about how I think Callus was this really cool character and he had all this cool lore and was super badass. And then you're like, oh, just wait till we fight Nezarek, bro. That guy's crazy. And... Oh, no. I mean, he's... I mean, he's sure he's cool looking, but he's got to be one of the most derpy final bosses I think we've ever had in a raid. Well, that's a, so I think that I also have a little spinfoil hat theory. I think they intended for it to be a mobile boss fight like Rolk. I don't think they anticipated how effective people would be at just standing on the platforms and him not jumping on them. But they have to test that, right? Like, I feel like something went wrong where they wanted it to be mobile, and like the mobile DPS check sound like definitely makes a lot more sense, right? Because like his DPS phase is yeah. very long. It'd be yep. tighter, and and it would be a lot tighter if you didn't have a well to sit in. You had to run around, you know, 
someone drops a weapons of light bubble. <laughs> it's like everyone grab weapons and come refresh it in a little bit or whatever. It may, DPS check makes a lot more sense. I don't think they. I don't think they. Uh, I think. I think. I, I feel like something went wrong because it definitely the way his whole move set, his whole suppressing you, his the fact that knocking you around, jumping around. I feel like, like when it we was were doing it, to be that. when we were doing it yesterday, and he randomly jumped on the plate, and we're like, oh, he's glitched. I feel like that was. They were probably hoping that's, like, that's yeah, supposed exactly. to happen. Yeah, exactly. Same. Like I, that's what I, that's what I think. So, because I agree, like I, they had the plates, but the way he moves in the arena, I feel like that wasn't supposed to be it. But now it just works out that way. But you I agree think. too with Rob. Like, unless like just like that, they pushed it out and something happened. Where they're like, wait, why is? Uh, why is he not going on the plate? Yeah, I bet. I just imagine he's like, "Hold on, watch. They're gonna. He's about to jump on the plate and <laughs> yeah. really end the He's thing. gonna. Yeah. He's, yeah. Let's he's, see um, how that well radius does, big guy. He's gonna. <laughs> Why jump. is he not? World, What's happening? Like Nezrek, jump on the Nezrek. Ayo, Nezrek, do the. <laughs> do the thing you did in the in testing. Do it. So like, they call into a meeting. Like, oh no. <laughs> Nezrek, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jump on the plate, man. Oh dear God. So, so I feel like yeah, now you have a new character in Destiny lore that is now like kind of a joke and who is the super badass guy in lore, but in reality now when you play that guy, he is this stupid boss. Well, yeah, like lore-wise, there's some explanation because technically Nezarek is dead and this is like a resurrected corpse where it's like he's not all there and that's why he even mentions during the raid, like if I had a monotome or whatever of my power, I'd be blah, blah, blah. Because uh, Sabathun just straight up killed him. Um, and so he's like coming back and he's just sort of getting there. And that's why we're there. Oh, and he comes out the crystal. Is yeah. he like incubating in the crystal or something? Well, so on I, uh, accidentally, the traveler essentially woke up and resurrected Nezarek because oh. he was on with the witness's ship and the beam hit him. So that's what's happening oh, when we're there. Gave him some light. Yeah. And that's why the whispers started being heard on Niamuna and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, he was sort of coming back, but, well, I was going to relate it to Warhammer and the God King. Uh, but, like, his whole body isn't there, and so, like, he, he used to all be about his psionic powers. So they're still there, but in a weakened state. And he's, like, he's, the thing is, like, he can't quite ever die because of how strong he is, like, with his psionic powers. So he's still sort of around there, but we've essentially cut off... Uh, a physical vessel and made it so that you know even if he's there somewhere again he's been dealt with um so like yeah. lore wise it makes sense as to why he wasn't like you know just you know thanos snapping us um but that does remind me somebody did have a point a raid boss they could potentially do for final shape if it's not the witness could be zivu wrath um which would be interesting because that's really the only other darkness thing we know about. Because um, otherwise, that's just it. It's like, I don't want to go through the story, fight the witness, whatever, sick. Okay, but then like, who's the raid? And like, why does it even matter? Like, who yeah. are we going to fight at the end of it? Unless they're going to big brain it and like set up the next arc of Destiny with it. But... Um. So I'm going to give my full thoughts on the Lightfall expansion as a whole now that we have the raid. Um, just whatever, whatever your average Destiny expansion is for me. Average raid, average expansion, average story, 
I, I would say this is your cliche Bungie Destiny 2 expansion. Just new new stuff to repeat and do. The raid is very okay. Um, Which is so weird because they've been hyping it up so hard. Yeah. And then they're just like, they just deliver like, yeah, here's a pretty normal expect. Yeah, it's pretty like, I would not even compare even close to fun. Witch Queen. I, I Maybe Lightfall or what is the uh, Beyond Light? Uh, Beyond Light, man. Maybe, maybe on par with Beyond Light. Like, I didn't hate See, I Beyond like Light. I like this as... one way more than Beyond Light. I really oh, didn't I like I like this Light. one more than Beyond Light. I thought, I, I... But I agree, it's on, as a whole, it's kind of on yeah, the it's same. Just, it's about the same just, content here, for sure. Yeah, it's But the content very... this has... I still like more than Beyond Light. But like I, I would say uh, visually, it's probably one of the best expansions oh, we've yeah. ever gotten, yeah. Um, yeah. visually wise. Uh, but that's probably it. Like that's probably the only like where I would say like what Bungie did really, really well is just like the scenes, like just just the sky box. You know, I think Blue always says that the environment team and all that stays undefeated. Dude, you know? the art like, never. They have never taken an L. Yeah, like they they stay undefeated. Like I don't that, think I've ever been in a raid where I'm like, this looks stupid. Um, no, I, th I think you have good points. The, the thing for me too, though, is like, again, it's just the quality of the content we have is more engaging and entertaining. Plus, just Strand as a whole is like the best thing really to be like added to this Great. game. And Great. Like, I wish I could have ran Strand in the day one raid. Uh, I probably could have with some builds, but Void was just, Invisibility is just really good with Hunter. Well, that was the ironic thing is uh, I brought all these builds, um, but doing the mechanic runs... I was so busy with that, I never did anything. Um, so it was just like, I don't know what's going to keep me alive. Um, I would, with with the raid out, I'd probably put Wait, it... Because we're not getting anything new, right? Like this is, other yeah, than like, this is the pretty seasonal much stuff and... I would put it... I'd put it 8 out of 10. Okay. Strand... And this is what gives it that extra strand puts average. it up there, and even though people complain about it, I like the raid for what it's doing for the game, and also the seasonal content. Um, even though like they still have enough to edit, and it's still like the upgrade node system, whatever. The actual activity is the most fun seasonal activity I think we've had. It's just fun, good oh, identity. Yeah, it's it's literally just like a playground. Great. Here's abilities, abilities, do whatever you want. And I do um, like the difficulty of, of I just wish legendary primaries that were in SMGs didn't suck. But I do like patrol being well, you know, a little challenging. I like the seasonal activity being a little chat like having a little little beefy. They went boys. a little too far though on like lost sectors and stuff. Like I that's bizarre to me. It's not it's not hard, but it is enough to where it's like, okay, I gotta like yeah actually uh, i'm still engaged actually kill things i can't just ignore things like yeah no yeah so i think like all that and again like even though the story didn't hit i really like miyamuna like yep. it as a patrol space beautiful space. um the lost sectors on miyamuna i know i got a couple but like that's i think what i always thought they would be from the start um hopefully they do more of that where it's like oh, yeah, yeah. it feels like a really small single player strike sort of where like it's pretty light but add density is good cool environments and it's it's more than just well i walked and killed this captain lost sector done um so yeah as a whole i still rate it rate it pretty well because 
with all the quality of life stuff as well, which like isn't exclusive to Lightfall, but where Destiny is right now, I think is in a really good spot. Um, and I'm hoping they don't mess with it because ironically they're like, we're gonna, we want to nerf power and abilities. And ironically, like right now, I mean, they our ability did. uptime is almost like even higher than it was before. Yeah, but I'm they just simplified how you get uptime basically. So, but I'm a. I don't want them to touch it though. Like maybe a the little bit. The gameplay loop feels great right now. Yeah, but like this feels like prime space wizard uh soldier fantasy where like you've got cool powers, using them a whole bunch. I think what they need to do, well that's the other problem is they want to nerf abilities, but okay, well then make guns like legendaries use use useful. I think I think they're definitely in a space right now where they haven't updated like they're 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 slowly updating gun perks right like you have stuff like incandescent vault shot but they just That's don't really have sick. enough weapons in the in the sandbox right now that are that feel like on par with our our abilities so i think they'll get there but they're they are being pretty slow at like introducing weapons with those perks because the um, the problem was they did the like health increase across the board because we're doing so much damage, but then they didn't change how much damage our guns, like our legendaries, do. So the legendaries just feel even worse. Yeah, everyone's so of course more right people. Now, yeah, so. right. They're running double special or using abilities more because it's like, bro, you know, it's taking me three precision shots with a one twenty to kill a dreg or something, right? Like it's like this feels terrible. So I'd be fine if they bring the health back down and tune ability damage down, or bring weapon damage up but like i want both to feel viable and right now like abilities just feel way better but also like i like that they're so like there's a cool gameplay loop with them and it's not just shoot your gun because there's a lot of I games my, like that i wish my crits dealt more damage than my body shots is my big thing yeah like my i could body shot and crit and i'm de dealing about the same damage i i think um People talk about this a million times, and I, I mean, I've been saying it since day one. Is nerfing the precision modifier in Shadowkeep was a really bad decision. Like, just let me let let my headshots do big damage. Like, I should be rewarded for being good at aiming. And then, still having that decrease while increasing base health like this makes it feel even worse. Or now it's just like. That's why I like everything I use is like I double special or if I'm running a kinetic or a primary, it's exotic usually because otherwise it just feels... What else is there to run in the kinetic slot? Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I think it's in a good place though. Um, and even though not all the stuff hit or maybe there wasn't as much stuff as I would have liked, I still think what we got is fun. Overall, I'm enjoying it. I think... Part of it too is just like probably like a little recency bias because I, I think this is probably the healthiest relationship I've been with enjoying Destiny oh, for probably sure. ever. Um, so I think that also probably like ties into it. But yeah, I think a lot of people still want this game to be like their only game, and it's like, hey man, like I respect that. Um, that's about a 10 year late uh, relationship you should probably want to be having with your games. Like, 
every dev nowadays is like, hey, go play some other things. Like we can't like no dev, especially with how expensive dev cycles are now. No dev is going to be able to make a game where you are able to have content to play at all times. That's just not realistic. Devs know that, and they're like, hey, we released our stuff. We'll have some more in a couple months, but for now, like, that's all we had. You know? Go touch grass. Live your life. Play other games. It's okay. And me, me, like, me, like, even five years ago, I'd be like, that's just so lazy. Like, they should want me to play their game more, but it's like, Unless I start giving them uh, infinite money, uh, right. even with infinite money, like you, employees got to You can only employee. scale and run it so yeah. much too. Um, I mean, that's what we've seen sometimes when companies are at their biggest, like it, nothing ends up happening because then there's just too much. Um, See, so yeah, I agree. Like it, it's a good problem Destiny has, but like the people who play it enjoy it so much and the game's in the spot where they just want to always play it but the reality is content just can't come out like that i also feel like it's a one of the best times to get into destiny very much so i don't know what it's like to buy all the dlcs and stuff like that like what that process looks like oh one of the worst processes ever yeah like so like maybe so i say it's a good time to be a destiny player once you get past the bullshit like yeah. I feel like that's what they need to fix next is what your friend New what Corey experience. and Robbie had to go through. Awful. Like, still awful. I just don't know what it looks like. Like I don't know what DLC. It's, like, it's still I, pretty bad. Because I have people asking yeah. me like, "What DLCs do I buy? What do I?" I'm a, I literally go like, "I I don't I don't know." Like it's it's tough because like the the a la carte system they wanted to do is terrible. It's it's awful. Um. And the fact that you still have to pay a lot of money for the old expansions individually, you have to pay more upfront to get all of Destiny than you do WoW or FF or any other big subscription-based MMO. You straight up, upfront, have to pay more for D2 than those things. And D2 doesn't have the content that you know big MMOs have. So it's it's rough out there. I'm not going to lie. Like... Being a new player for this game is really tough, but like right now is probably the most accessible it's ever been. Um, we'll kind of, I mean, what final shape is the next expansion and we get that in about a year. The uh, light dark yeah. saga conclusion. I'm sure it's not the last destiny. Cause I mean, this yeah, is, no. at this point, this is what's keeping Bungie afloat, but did you guys, um, speaking of Bungie, did you guys see TK? I don't know if you follow TK on Twitter, um, but did you see his tweet? I thought it was kind of interesting. He works at Bungie. He's like um, uh, the senior design lead oh, at yeah, Bungie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted, it's bittersweet to say, but after nearly 13 years, as exactly one month ago, I am no longer working on the Destiny team as I've been given the exciting opportunity to join an incubation project at Bungie. Yep. So Lightfall is the last expansion I will be working on through closing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Bungie devs that have been talking about how you know, they're moving on from destiny to this new project that they've been working on. And, um, I mean, I'm interested in seeing where it's going. I mean, I think the reality is it's destiny or do you think it's something different? I don't think it's destiny. I think it's, I think it's whatever comes after destiny, but I don't think it's going to be, I do. I mean, I don't know. I feel like eventually they'll try and capitalize on expanding the destiny universe outside of just the game, but it wouldn't look like, a game to compete like they don't want to f- 
Maybe like a dedicated Destiny Cannibalize PvP themselves. game or something. Like uh, I don't know. Like I a, don't know. But like people who are worried, I, this happens all the time, especially hey. designers and stuff like. Sony invested for a reason, baby. It's so I I they have a couple projects they're working on. I'm sure. Um, and just like that, like if the dude's been working on Destiny for 13 years, yeah, I'd probably well, be like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Move on, yeah, I'm ready for something new too. So it's always natural. So like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing for Destiny. Um, and if anything, I'm just excited to see what they're going to do next. But um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see and just like that like we still won't know for a good bit like all the investments and hirings what those are for but yeah what's that allocated yeah. to and whatnot yeah but hopefully we find out soon um it'd be cool if it is a pvp game because then i can officially like because that's what me and destiny have become we're pretty much just pv you know i've just kind of forgotten about the pvp so if but i like bungie's pvp so if they give me a game where i can get that fixed that'd be cool um, anything we want to touch on before questions? Uh, I don't know if you guys get like final scores or anything like that, or it's seven out of ten. Life was okay. life was a solid. Six so you're kind of like with me, seven. just your average Destiny two expansion. It, it's you know it wasn't the greatest, but the end game content has been pretty nice. So that's a, it's saving grace. Story was like a three out of ten. I'm be honest, Chief. Yeah. It was bad. The thing though is the missions themselves were still aside from Witch Queen the best because they still took it from lightfall and that was good but the actual meat of it in the story just uh didn't, didn't quite uh, do it there chief um so we'll start with questions here um question from snozberg says would you guys rather fight a full-grown gorilla every two weeks or every or every thought you have comes true oh god oh that's so both fucking I don't suck uh what's i have like, intrusive thoughts so yeah, i would I was probably say. blow up the planet what does man? a fight That's with a gorilla good. look like like me just getting ripped up every week and then you guys sew me back apart those like what does that fucking, look like those both <laughs> suck ass i i would probably go with the gorilla because i i guarantee you i guarantee you i don't last more than a day with my intrusive thoughts dude the world I wouldn't the... i catastrophize way too much i mean yep 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 we'd be boned so uh I'll go gorilla, so I got two weeks to live. I'll enjoy life. Deuces. Yeah, exactly. And then well, I'll, I'll just do die. every thought in my head comes to true. So now my blue West limit for fanfic is real. Uh, <laughs> Fields uh, says, I just want to say uh, Rob's open discussion about his tax situation uh, inspired me to resolve a very, very similar situation in my life. It's improved my mental health immensely. Thanks, Rob. No hey. doubt, dude. It's never too late to do your taxes. The IRS at the end of the day yeah. is not out to kill you. Yeah. They're just to take your money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit of both. Uh, They'll just do it inadvertently. Yeah. It says, can you guys think of uh, of a superpower you'd want, uh, but the caveat is fruit and blue have to come up with the side effects of the power and vice versa. Okay, so basically if I said, I want my power to be teleportation. Now blue and Mr. Fruit get to say what the... Um, but... Every time you do everything since your last teleportation, you forget. So how does that? So so you teleport I somewhere. Every, 
What I, so if I teleport for the first time, I'm forgetting everything in my past life that I just teleported. Yeah, the stipulation would be after the first one. Okay. So like your second moving forward, the period, if you teleported within 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes. If you teleported within two weeks, those two yeah. weeks. Okay. I still That's the stipulation. Okay. Every time you teleport, you don't get to keep your clothes. You're whole hogging it every time you TP. So like when I let, so like I'm going to I'm going to Rome and then I land in Rome I'm naked. Yep. Nice. Okay. And let's say just to kind of play devil's advocate, if I'm holding a bundle of clothes and I teleport, nope. the bundle of clothes is gone. Nope. You are going with you and nothing else. Nothing okay. else is going to Rome. I'll just teleport guy. in a department but, store in between the clothes rack. And then but I'll... now if you teleport again, you'll forget the embarrassment of being naked last time. So. Damn. So they but, just, it's still, but it's still going to be shocking when you're like, yeah, whoa, I'm naked in a, whoa, I'm naked in See, but now this saves me from the government because instead of them being like, holy shit, we found somebody who can teleport, let's experiment on him. They'll be like, holy shit, we found someone with a tiny penis <laughs> and naked in a department store. Let's throw him in jail. So Teleports away. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Rob, you can't be like tiny penis, you know? You're slightly above average, man. We've heard We've heard you talk about it. I want to toot my own horn, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Fruit, what's your superpower? Um, good question. Um, the depression, the no more depression superpower. Yeah. Oh, all all my mental synapses work as there's, uh. But that's but that's not as you know for the sake yeah. of it. It's not very exciting. Well, I mean, I was gonna, I could have made it exciting. Yeah. So uh, I'll say I can breathe underwater. Oh. Okay. Um, you can breathe underwater, but every fish is some like gross incel man trying to make a pass at you as you swim <laughs> by him. So like they're catcalling you. Every fish that you swim by is like, yeah, like, hey, what's up, honey? And you're hey, just like, what you yeah, doing you down here? Eh? Yeah, you got to ignore it. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, just... Um, what would your stipulation be, Uh Your stipulation would be that. Damn, man. What's a good, I mean. You can breathe underwater, but your the stipulation, dude. Uh, Rob made a really good one. God damn it! Um, yeah. the stipulation is you can breathe underwater, but anytime you go underwater, you're gonna be chased by something. Oh, some so fish. It's gonna be some. Some fish be just doesn't get the answer. It won't be, take no for an answer. Be, it could be a. It could <sighs> be a little tiny tadpole one day. It could be a whole. It could be a shark the next. You never know what's so, gonna be. So get in, and it's a giant shark. There's hey, always honey. a There's always a <laughs> bounty hunter. <laughs> there's always a new bounty hunter every time you go underwater. I don't uh, think I'm taking like... it. <laughs> I also didn't really think through my power. I have major like thalassophobia. So I wouldn't even really swim anywhere. It'd be super shallow waters. Uh, and then the fact that now I know something's chasing me. Oh, no. Absolutely yeah. not. That's terrifying. All right, Blue, what's your power? My power is mind control. 
Okay. Um, but every time you do, you, they control your mind. You like swap. Oh, that's fucked. Okay, and then whenever you come back into your mind, uh, and and vice versa, because now you're swap both swapping minds. Uh, so like the person has to suffer this as well now too. Just kind of stipulate. Um, you come in and you poop your pants, but not a lot of poop, just a little un- <laughs> enough, just a, a, a smear of diarrhea comes down the left leg. Just enough that like, it's a continuous source and like runs all the way to about your kneecap. And then once it hits the kneecap, it stops the flow. So, so whatever, like a good steady flow is to the yeah, kneecap. This doesn't sound great at all. <laughs> I would probably still do it. Cause being able, the, the, the double-edged sword of mind control is we've both been in each other's mind, so we could get real close and understand each other. True. You could use it for bonding purposes, but you just got to give, hey, heads up. Might want to wear a diaper before. You ready to feel depression, big guy? Get some Check get some wipes out. ready. <laughs> <laughs> they come see, back. Yeah, I, I would, didn't I like that. Make, see, they'd be in my body, and they'd be like, what the oh. Yeah, they'd be like, wait, so this is what it's like. Uh, question here from Farnelli uh, says, "Hey guys, question for Mr. Fruit. I was scrolling through YouTube the other day and saw that Mr. Fruit Minecraft channel got rebranded to Mr. Fruit Plus. Uh, are there any plans for a new channel? Uh, there are. Um, well, I'm trying to figure out it's the like name mods? of the channel. Yeah, it's either that or like Mr. Fruit Uncut or something. Um, I think it's going to be uncut because I I made a logo that's my fruit logo, but it's no longer it's a whole watermelon instead of being a slice. Get it? Oh, uncut. So it's whole. Yeah, so, yeah. we like that. Um, Wouldn't it be cut then? Never mind. No, no, it's no. Un- it's a whole watermelon is uncut because the watermelon is uncut. Yeah. Oh, the watermelon with the foreskin on. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's probably going to serve i want it to serve as like a vod channel slash like some oh, of the yeah. some of the uploads i put on the main channel for instance are like condensed versions of a lot more and some people are like oh, i want to watch the whole thing so it might be like if i upload something to the main channel here's the whole recording yeah or some things maybe i do on stream or do otherwise where like when you do hades like to... your hades video is like 20 minutes but in reality it was from like a two hour long play session yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so then maybe put that up there um it's like i'll be honest like long form content like that is stuff like i like to fall asleep to like stuff that i haven't fallen asleep to recently is lcs highlights or lck highlights and, yeah that's just what i've been falling asleep to just long form kind of content uh, uh so yeah uh arturo says hola amigos uh just got something to say to for the hello uh, fellow hispanic blue westlow hey. love to see a person of color doing great things so yeah. you don't forget that you appeal to a bigger audience, bigger than you think. Viva la raza. Thanks, man. What the hell? That was very, that was very wholesome. Yeah, a lot of wholesome today. Wow. My uh, heart is full. Crystal uh, says, good morning and happy March. What's something you look forward to this month, and what's your goal to achieve this month? Uh, I look forward to March Madness, and I look forward to having a perfect bracket. <laughs> um, I haven't filled it out yet, though. I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to John Wick 4. That comes um, out this month? Week and a half. Not this Friday, oh. but next Friday. Hey, yeah. That's coming, that's coming out. Um, it's what keeps me going. It's what I used to do in like school and high school. Uh, what can I see this month that I can look forward to? The 
my day to day would be so miserable and I'd be so depressed. It's like I need something to look forward to. So it'd be like a show I have. Well, it's like, well, next Wednesday is the next episode of the show I like. Always something to look forward to. So I mean, right lines, now, Wednesday. Yeah, right now it's line. John Wick. Um, I mean, executing that's gonna be pretty easy. So something else. Uh, I don't know, maybe try and get like that, get that uh, VOD channel going or something. Mr. Westlow? Um, this month, I'm trying to... Um, my big thing this month is I'm trying to, in general, I'm trying to just order... I'm trying to get groceries. Nice. Like, if I'm going to get... Because I don't DoorDash a lot anymore, but I do, like, when I do oh, DoorDash, like, if I'm going to DoorDash something, I might as well just DoorDash groceries. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get, like, if I'm going to DoorDash something this week, it might as well be, like, a week's worth of food. You know what I mean? So. That's what I, that's what I kind of did uh, earlier this month. Um, I got <laughs> a freezer for the garage so I could finally have nice. some, like, space to put, like, because, like, the thing is, we'd always go into the freezer section and our freezer and our uh fridge is already kind of full to the point where it's like when you go to costco it's like oh let's buy these tacos and you grab the box it's like the biggest fucking box you've ever seen of tacos and it's like okay well we've nowhere to put this so now that we have like the all this frozen food in the garage it's like oh well now i'll just throw it in the air fryer real quick big air fryer fan by the way figured out how to use it <laughs> i know it's daunting. um question here from absolutely uh says what's your go-to fruit uh, strawberries, Ooh, mango, or raspberry. Ooh, raspberries. Ooh. I have my moods. But what mood are you in right now? Like, if you could have a fruit right now in front of you, what would you be picking? Or watermelon. It's usually watermelon. That's a good one. But On uh, yeah, I Checks don't. Uh, I don't discriminate fruit. I'll uh, pretty much nom and enjoy any. Um, Noah is a gamer, says Senior Fruta. What are your thoughts on Susan W? Uh, no way in hell I'm going to spell her last name right, and I'm not even going to try and uh, make Rob pronounce it. Uh, stepping down as CEO of YouTube. Uh, hey, your boss stepped down. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it a good or bad thing, or does it not even affect you in the slightest? Probably. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I, I mean, it Did might like depend Susan? on where, it, like, the direction they'll take it. Um, I didn't have an opinion really one way or the other. Okay. So, as long as they don't screw everything up, that's all I really care about. Um, Job security. Muzzy says two questions, one for Mr. Fruit and one for Blue, Satch. Uh, Mr. Fruit, I remember when you first got Olive, you mentioned how allergic you were to dog hair and had to take medication every day. Is that still the case or did your body adapt? Uh, I don't take medicine. I do sometimes have some reaction stuff or like um like when i pet them yeah uh, if i'm petting for a while my hands just get uh red and tingling whatever but uh yeah, they're worth it so worth <laughs> yeah uh blue even though you identify uh identity is uh hidden to most people have you ever been recognized solely based on your voice i've been subscribed since 2014 it's been a pleasure watching you guys grow uh not solely based on my voice it was more so like you know you got me well there was uh, one year right like you were at like a stand like super early dream team I very think it was early like, dream team yes like, it was like 
it was it was basically around the peak of when we were yeah because I, I, I remember the first time you ever telling us something like when that. we were this was this was back in like 2015 when we were like the shit i mean we were like like we were doing youtube big we were like several hundred thousand if a video got 200,000 views we were like oh man not performing that well yeah i gotta like, be funnier be funnier be more mad <laughs> not even then like 300,000 like, not that not that good y'all like it was crazy it still feels so unreal i mean yeah it's super because i mean we were like it's pretty crazy to think about how like you were like you were like i mean there's people who like get the top but like we were we were the top we were the we were the destiny youtube guys it's pretty nuts but um so happy to be here we're still here baby but yeah like we used but to be somebody cool it's now. crazy it's still some capacity yeah, i wouldn't do anything i wouldn't do anything different i'm still you know i'm still here vibing that's for sure it's still it's also just as weird that even though we were that big we were never actually as big as when we did our amogus stuff yeah it's that is like the Mogus. weirdest part of it all like the like the, the game best... we're most known for, we were at the top. Like the that av- wasn't even our top. It was weird. The average dream team video, I would say, in in peak, would probably do three hundred to five hundred somewhere. Oh around yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So like, for Among Us videos to do like six or seven times that is fucking insane. I mean, even more so. Like, yeah, the <laughs> Among Us videos, the Among no, Us no, videos no, would no, like me. a million <laughs> a pop easy. It was crazy. Yeah. So. I was reminding that about Sydney yesterday because she was talking about that. And I was like, because she was talking about like the Dream Team era. And I was like, babe, you realize the Dream Team era doesn't even like scratch what Amogus. the Amogus like thing was. And she's like, really? And I was like, not even close. Get in the boat. Like, let me show you. Let yeah, me take you through close. the Willy Wonka Mr. Fruit Factory. <laughs> but, to, but to answer the question, um, yeah, it was like peak Dream Team. I was at this uh, great place in Austin, Stubbs Barbecue. I was picking up some food. Um, and I was I was stupidly wearing my dream team shirt. You fool! Because we just got them, and I was like, "Damn, this look, this is kind of heat, like sheesh." And so this dude um, was like, "Oh, I like your shirt. Like, I love the dream team." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> thanks, bro. I'm not getting, I'm not getting that. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Me too. Appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. So he was very nice. He was like, "Yeah, my kids love watching it," and I was like. I was like, oh no. Because his kids were like his kids were like seven and eight, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, like uh, And I'm pretty vulgar now, but uh, you weren't on your poopy poo-poo era yet. The... I wasn't I was I was I wasn't like bodily vulgar. I was definitely like me and Rob were like <laughs> Man, me and Rob could could fuck it. Me and Rob could just let loose the vernacular back in the day. Especially Rob. Rob was Man, Rob could Rob I could waged. swear. My favorite time when I waged was when I Dewido my Hawkman. <laughs> Rob could yeah, uh, it's not even the rage, but like Rob could swear. Man, Rob could A lot of mental dude, health. That dude lot. swore like a well, motherfucker. A lot of people go like, You're not as angry as you used to. I go, Yeah, it's weird when you have like yeah, a, a, a life you love, like a job you love, people you love around you. It's weird when like you have things like you enjoy around you. Yeah, like it's weird not. what it's weird what things change. Meanwhile, People are like, why'd you stop censoring? Like, bro, yeah. you know how long well, I spent on every video? <laughs> hey, I did see a new YouTube thing. that, So I am going to be trying to do my thing for you, big guy. Right? Well, yeah, ideally it shouldn't hit too hard, especially just because, like, 
more being just like mindful watching when I'm editing or whatever, like first yeah. minute. Um, but yeah, hopefully it shouldn't really change. Uh, Zoe's uh, says, "Hey guys, question for fruit mostly. Is there any advice you wish I knew? Uh, you you knew at the time you went to the gym for the first time." I've been going and working out for a good two years now, but mostly just uh, at my own place with dumbbells, so it's limited on what I can do. I'm thinking about going to the gym, but not sure what to expect or do before I go there. I've been putting it off the gym uh, for years now since, and I'm not really comfortable working out when I think people will be staring at me if it makes sense. But if there's any advice or help, that would be awesome. I can give you an easy one as a dude who's always nervous about going to the gym. The thing that uh, you should know is everyone goes in to do their thing and gets out. And Unless you're like, like a weird TikTok person who tries to catch people yeah, staring at them. That 90, was like a weird trend. <laughs> 90% of recurring gym goers or gym rats, I guess, they're there to they're there to do their thing, do a couple reps, get out. And anyone else who makes it weird, yeah, it's probably not their to be like, you know, is not there to just like do their thing and, you know, yeah, or I they're think... just straight up assholes, right? So, yeah. If someone like makes it weird for you, then, you know, they're an asshole. Cause I can tell you right now, gym culture is one of the surprisingly one of the nicest. It's definitely changed since I was like a teenager. Yeah. People are just like, I mean, nowadays, yeah, people are just like, hey, man, like if, if someone sees you in there trying to better yourself, no, they're not going to be like, man, look at that dude. They're going to be like, damn, that dude's going well, in. Hell and yeah. if anything, you inspire them. Like with Christian, like Christian goes to the gym every day and all that. I'm sure when he sees somebody who probably doesn't go to the gym very often and probably is their first time, it makes Christian go like, hell yeah. Like good for that person. If they need any help, I'll help them out. And that makes like Christian may be in a bad workout and see them pushing themselves to go like, yeah, like what's my excuse type of thing. Uh, so if anything, you're helping out other people around you. Um, there is this weird like and i think it's the stigma of like of gyms that you see through tiktok and hollywood where you think everybody in there's this big juiced up it and it also depends on what gym you go to you can get to a gym where there are juiced up people and doing all that kind of stuff but you can also go to a gym where it's just very casual people like blue said 99 percent of them are just there to work out and leave and you if you're part of that 99%, you have nothing to worry about. And if you do run into those 1% people, I'm sure the gym and other people around you will help you. Yep. Nobody tries to gatekeep working out. And the only people who do are just nobody else likes anyway. So, um, I mean, it's easy to just be like, yeah, well, just like, don't worry about it because they don't worry about it. Because um, it's pretty and much I'll true, but you um just got to get in there and as soon as you start going to like when you're in there pay attention to how much you're focusing on other people probably not that much the exact same like i'm going to the gym to work on myself i don't i don't care about yeah. anyone else like it's they're doing their own thing it's their own journey and what i've seen is like people will help you. Like if you are curious about something, ask, like if you don't know how to do something, find the biggest dude there that looks like he knows what he's doing. 90. I, I feel like he they're all, will. they're very excited to help. Yeah. I was like more often than not, they will be over, over the moon to help somebody who wants to like better themselves. Because at one point, believe it or not, that Joe strong guy you see in 
the the cage in front of you started at the exact same point that you did at at some point. So everybody has a starting line, all right? So, you know, when you're at the gym, unfortunately, you're not at a gym where everybody starts at the same line, you know? You have some people that are halfway through their race, some people that are never in an ending race, and all that sort of thing. So don't think about it too much and just focus on you. And I think you'll see... And I think TikTok has done a terrible job at that. I think there was a trend recently where it's like, I caught this dude staring at me at the gym. And it's like, in reality, like he could be looking at you for a plethora of reasons. Like, and you're also like looking for it too. It's just like weird. Like, it's just weird. It's just a weird kind of thing. Um, um, last question. Oh, go ahead. Well, I just it, like the best way to think about it is like, especially when you're asking people for help, you're essentially asking that dude, hey, can you, Teach me more about this hobby you love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, never be afraid to ask for help or anything. Um, Merrick's Go uh, says, what are your predictions for Final Shape next year? Let's do one. Like one prediction you would like to see from the Final Shape. Uh, what's that? We see... All exotics, armor, reworks. Like, all the ones that are shit and don't get used, I think a ton of exotic armor is reworked. I don't think yeah, we'll, we'll get any new exotics, but we'll just get... Well, they already totally. announced they're doing that. Oh, they are? And it, and it should be, yeah, one of these seasons before. Not uh, oh. Final Shape. Now, every single one? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, that, that'll be mine. Every but... single exotic by the Final Shape will, like, armor will be kind of fixed. Bolt move cotton. Yep. That's that's a that's a big ask. Well, that's what TK got reassigned to was just the exotic armor department, and <laughs> that is, that's the incubation project he's working on. Like, help me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I make it hot. Don't be like the witness is the final boss. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, um, the witness is actually a good guy. There, his motives Whoa! are actually his I motives like are actually uh, yeah, good. Like by the time we hear what the witness wants to do, we're sitting there going like, wait a second. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, the traveler is kind of messed up actually. And then we're sitting there like, maybe we're the Almost bad Almost kind of like a Thanos thing. Yeah. That's my hot take. Okay. Mr. Westlow? I don't really have any expectations. I, I think Destiny has done about as much as it can do to surprise me at this point. So my prediction is another eight campaign mission or another eight mission campaign if not maybe 10 if they're feeling spicy uh -huh. and, um i don't know three new exotics one for each class i don't know i'm not expecting a lot for final shape i've, I've kind of not not checked out of expectations for bungie but i've definitely i've definitely tempered what i expect so i expect even though it's supposed to be the finale of the Light and Dark Saga, I expect something around Witch Queen tier. I'm on the Cope train over here, personally. Cope. Uh, 
Hoping. So Dado just put out a tweet. I think this is kind of funny. He says, I think this will be one of the final elitist Dado videos that I ever put out, if not the final. Thoughts on contest mode rating today or tomorrow? Excited. I'm trying to, to see that. what elitist Dado has to say about it. Yeah. Oh, that'll uh, be fun. Well, you know what was fun, Blue? This podcast episode. Hey. Uh, really appreciate you guys all listening to our thoughts on Lightfall. Uh, comment below what you thought of Lightfall. Um, appreciate you guys all listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, watching on YouTube. Uh, make sure you click on that sub button, do all the things, follow the Patreon. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. We'll catch you next week. Uh, appreciate you guys all being patient with the episode this week. Uh, we'll be back on our normal schedule uh, starting now. Peace out. Doses.